Oh, I can hear someone's bird song in the background. Is that? Yeah, sorry, that is me. They are quite loud. No, it's quite a nice sort of ambient noise to it, isn't it? It is nice. Hello, anyone listening. Welcome to Connecting Vague Dots. This week, we uh, have a new guest, as opposed to the guest that we had last week. Don't want him on twice in a row. He was terrible. We didn't want him on once, really. No, it was awful. no not really. But anyway, this week, we have someone on that we do want on. Ella Foot. Hey! Ooh. Hey! Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. Very exciting. That's all right, Ella. Yeah. Have you, um, have you enjoyed the, our other podcast? You know, the sort of general, general I have. idea? I, I do love podcasts. I like listening to them before bed, so I do sometimes fall asleep halfway through. But I like it. I like the um, Only Connect kind of feature as well. That's good. Yeah, sort of, sort of yeah. like that. Yeah. See, J- yeah. Jay sort of has that voice where it sort of sends you to sleep. Anyway, don't you, Jay? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm inclined to agree. And twinned with the stuff that you talk about as well. So you've got your voice plus the boring stuff it's you talk about. It's not a good combination. No, not, no, not really. Right. So for those of you who don't know the idea <laughs> of the of the podcast, what we do, we uh, choose one film, one piece of music, and a book. And the others on the podcast, so in this case, Jay and Ella, will try to determine the link or the theme between. My choices, and I'll do the same for Ella, and then we'll do the same for Jay. But yes, as Ella is our special guest and my bestest friend in the whole wide world, you can sure. go first. Oh, okay. Give us your um, film. Okay, so of course I had to go for my favourite film of all time, which is Rain Man. Jay, have you seen Rain Man? I haven't seen Rain Man. Oh, I've heard very good things. Yay. Um. So. Rain Man is just such a good film. Basically, they're long lost brothers, but they meet when their dad dies. And then they, he finds Rain Man, Raymond, in this like hostel, hostel? In like a, a care home kind of thing. But um, basically, Rain Man is extremely autistic, but they end up getting along really, really well. And they go on little ventures together. And they end up at a casino, and he's very smart, so he can count the cards, and they win lots and lots of money. And it's just a really good feel-good film, but yeah, he is autistic, but he's great in the film. Absolutely, he, he's fabulous. a great guy. It's a bit, um, it's got a sad ending though, doesn't it? A bit. Well, he's waving up. He's Tom Cruise is waving goodbye to Rain Man on his little flight to wherever he's going. I can't really remember where he's going. Is he going back to? Because no, what what happens is it. Towards the end of the film, Tom Cruise wants to sort of have guardianship over Rain Man instead of the institution he's come from. He wants to like live with Rain Man and care for him and stuff. So they go to court for a bit and see if he can get that. But um, I don't think it comes through in the end. But he just visits him every now and again. Yeah, yeah. It's on the um, train, isn't it? He's like waving goodbye. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm. Actually, I think I think it's a shuttle train to the plane. I think. So, yeah, yeah we're both sort of right there, meet in the middle. Huh? <laughs> so, any ideas? That's obviously just the first one, so it's just a little little rundown. But Well, I'll let Jay guess first, because I've got a sort of, I've got an idea what it might be. Well, I'm just trying to remember the things that I sort of know about Roman and the things that you've told me. Because I, I know he's um, very autistic and and he's got a sort of savant sort of ability with maths. Which is why they do well at the casino. Yeah. Um, Jay, sorry, just quickly, you know, um, you recommended me Community to watch, didn't you? Yes. 
Yeah, are we so, are we going to start talking about Arbed? Yeah, we're going to talk about Arbed because Arbed okay. is often called Rain Man um, in Community by the others. But it's actually really weird because when you've seen Rain Man and you watch Community, Arbed is actually like doing exactly the same thing that Dustin Hoffman does through Rain Man, sort of just a slight head tilt to the side with a just straight face. Yeah, well, uh, I think in Community, Arbed is... I'm not sure if it's ever said... It's said in the first episode as sort of like a throwaway insult, and I'm not entirely sure if it's definitely the case, but he is said to have Asperger's. You know what I mean? We, we've all known people with Asperger's. I thought you were going to say we've all had Asperger's. No. Wait, which one's Asperger's? Is that the, that's the one where you're, you can't read people, isn't it? It's... Um, I'm not quite sure what the... Di- what is needed to diagnose Asperger's. I mean, it like it varies from person to person, doesn't it? Hmm. See, I I think I can guess Ella's link. Well, see, yeah. I was just going to say I'm going to be quite harsh with it. There's kind of oh. like two parts to the link. Okay. I mean, I think it's an easy one. I was, when I was like, you know, oh, what should I think for the podcast? Like, this is a nice one out of the two connections. Okay. Good. I'm, I'm actually going to let Jay guess first, just in case I get close and you're like, that was close, and then Jay guesses it from what I said, because I, I think I've got a good idea of it. Oh, so you don't want a repeat of last week? No, I don't, no. We oh, just by the way, my ideas. We, 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 I forgot this last week, and I feel inclined to mention it now, um, that I said I only got four points last week, but oh, upon yeah. listening to the podcast and editing it, I discovered I actually had six points and I wasn't counting. So I beat Seth, actually, <laughs> and you oh, well, lost. Yeah, but then again, I'm editing this one, so I'm just going to edit that out. So that's fine. <laughs> that's that's true. Oh, just just quickly, when we talk about last podcast, did you didn't revisit anything that I recommended you? Did you? Uh, I, I nearly listened to once, but I didn't. Okay. Instead, I decided to listen to Begin Again, just oh, to spite you. It's the worst Ooh. one yet. Ella likes Begin Again. It's because it's good. Oh, the guess. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, you need to guess first. Brothers? I don't. No, but good guess. Okay. Well. Just, <laughs> I like seeing your brain like work that one out. You can physically see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the listeners won't be able to see you work it out, but um, that was a long, <laughs> yeah. long pause, a lot of face scrunching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, Ella. I think your link is um, something to do with mental disabilities. Yeah, you're kind of like halfway there, okay? So that's your, Okay, okay, halfway there. That's fine. You'll yeah. get it on the next one, I reckon. All right, good, good, good. All right, that means I can now try and guess your other ones. That'll be fun. Ooh, yeah, well, yeah. Do you not think I will? Well, it's quite, I don't, ah, uh, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a Rain Man moment from Anna there. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on then, Jay, what's your film? Oh, my film. Oh, yeah. right. Uh, my film is Whiplash. Ella, have you seen Whiplash? No, I haven't. Ah, uh, but you know, have you, do you know anything about it? <laughs> I'm going to give her a hint by, by sort of playing the, the air drums. Oh, drums. It's, it's with um, Miles Teller, and he is the student of 
J.K. Simmons is like a very shouty, sweary um, conductor of, of a jazz band and they push each other to the limits. But I'll let Jay explain it because it's his film. Jay. Yes. Thank you, Seth. Um, <laughs> so, yes, Miles Teller is um, a student at a, a jazz college and was and at, at the start of the film is picked to be part of uh, basically the top um, jazz group in the college that is conducted by i mean to call i'd just call him a monster he's horrible (laughs) yeah really he's a really really awful man and the the whole film sort of follows these two people and pretty much their joint obsession with like perfecting their craft and pretty much doing anything to perfect their craft and the soundtrack's really good as well well, not the soundtrack, the score. Mm. Because the score actually uses um, all of the instruments that is part of the jazz ensemble. So there's, um, there are multiple beats in the story where you get this very atmospheric sort of horn section uh, that is just l- sort of low and rumbling and just sort of advancing up and up and up. It's it, The score is really well done. The film is is really really well made i've seen uh i've seen quite a few people say that it's not particularly about music it's sort of more like a sports film yeah because uh, everything in it is done like a competition it's very physical for a film about music like there's sort of lots of punching and fights and sort of um drama that goes on in it Like, like you would get with like a sports film i think yeah and there's, it's, it's all about sort of this competition that they seem to have with each other, which is very strange. Because there's like, there's three drummers in the film and there's a, there's a scene where they're all trying to play a, like a... An impossible piece. I think it's some ridiculous I think time. To, I think they're trying to play like double time swing in 154. Mm. Which is stupid. You don't need to do it, um, but it's sort of a very dramatic scene where pretty much everyone's hands start bleeding and there's lots of swearing. And there's lots of homophobia, actually. That... Are you just chucking that one in there? Oh, is that no, the I'm link? Just... Is that a red herring or is that... that... Ooh. Quite Ooh, smooth. I think... there, yeah, very smooth, Jay. He did A-level drama, so he knows how to, <laughs> knows how to do this stuff, deliver a line. What do you mean? Do... <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Were we taught how to... Oh, I suppose we were. <laughs> well, some of us were, yeah. <laughs> Ella, do, do you have any questions for Jay about this film before I start ripping into him? Um, so is this Miles Teller really, really good at jazz? Is like the whole competition about how good you are at music? Yeah. Yeah, it sort of, it sort of is. like um, Miles Teller's character has uh, this sort of uh, uh, obsession with like old 50s jazz style sort of when jazz was at its heyday the drummers of the time and so he wants to be as good as them he's very very sort of committed to the point of obsession yeah i think i'm like i remember that scene where he's so committed and but he's he's basically got a girlfriend on the side and like he sat down in uh, like a coffee shop with his girlfriend and he's having to explain to her that they should break up because he likes jazz so much and and he wants to be the best at drumming and he's just got he 
can't physically have any time for her, he, he, which is really yeah, weird. He, he literally tells her, you're holding me back. Yeah. Like, I can't be as good as I can be when I'm with you. So mm. I'm not going to be with you anymore. Goodbye. That's always quite an interesting relationship when that sort of thing happens in films or books or, or music where the other, someone thinks the other person's holding them back. The weird thing about that relationship is we get almost none of it. What do you mean? Like, his girlfriend is probably on screen for no more than 15 minutes. Yeah, like that—that that relationship is so sort of, um, it's just sort of off to the side. Yeah, all the other, actually, a lot of the a lot of Whiplash is sort of about a, a vaguely father-son relationship, because a lot of the the film you get, so you get, you basically get three characters, really, that are important to the story. You get Miles Teller as this obsessed drummer you get jk simmons as his obsessed and abusive conductor and then you get miles teller's father who is confused most of the time about why this is so important to him it's just like hey take a take a chill pill you know you don't this is just calm down and you get a lot of that comes a lot more to the front towards like the final act of the film and it's really it's really good. I recommend it. I thought you linked last time with the whole family thing. There's so many different things or errors it could be, I reckon. Yeah, but I think me and you are on the same. I think we got the same <laughs> idea, Ella. <laughs> when, when you chucked that one in there. I think we've got this. No, 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 because I think the question that you asked earlier. Oh. I think that's what I was thinking as well. Do you want to get, do you want to make a guess first? Okay, well... I was just going to say, fierce competition within music in a film. Um, no. Okay. Why did you hesitate? Was it warm or cold? Just being polite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, right. See, I know Jay likes his jazz. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You, you <laughs> like your jazz. Fine. So, straight up, my guess is... They're all to do with jazz. Well, they all incorporate jazz into them. No, you're completely wrong. You didn't even... You, you weren't so polite with mine. Yeah, it's because I have no intention. I don't care about you. Hmm. I've got my little notes so we can um, refer back to them. So let's try oh, and yeah, thank you very much, Ella. I'll just have to read, read them backwards and then <laughs> we can team up and, and get him. Bring him down. Bring down the big yeah. boy. Go on, then. <laughs> Right, I'm just saying. So, yeah, go on. You're not going to get my link, neither of you. This isn't they're all in your room link, is it? No, but look, I'm in my room today, everyone. Woo! Got Wi Fi. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, were, we were talking yesterday and you announced with great pride that you now have internet in your shed. Yeah, so now we can do podcasts down here. Yay! <laughs> yeah, don't um, have to shuffle around your house for 15 minutes trying to avoid the rest of the people. <laughs> no, there's going to be eight people in my house soon. That's a lot of people to have in a house, isn't it? That's a lot yeah, of people. That is quite a lot. Because uh, Grace's boyfriend's coming to stay, and then um, Jay's come back for me. Anyway, the listeners don't care about that. The listeners <laughs> care about my film choice, which is the brilliant film Up. Oh, oh. very good. Now I'm guessing you've both seen Up. Do we both like it a lot? I do. Yeah. It's really okay. good. It is really good. Um, I'll, I'll um, talk, talk a little bit about it. So um, 
you got the main guy, Carl. This is Mr. Fredrickson. Let's call him Mr. Fredrickson. I think that's his name. Um, and Mr. Fredrickson, um, his, his wife, um, no spoilers here, his wife dies in like the first 10 minutes and it's really sad. And, you know, it's like one of the most sad moments in the movie ever because you get this like montage of them growing up together and then she dies. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then um, to deal with his grief, um, he basically, in a very Pixar way, attaches his house to lots of balloons and then goes and to visit a place where his wife always wanted to visit, <laughs> is what he does. And um, there's dinosaurs or whatever they're called, uh, snipey, here, snipey, snipey, you've got lots of snipes, which are like this mythical monster, and then you've got this explorer guy who's always been... Mr. Fredrickson's hero, and he's trying to catch the monster, but then Carl Fredrickson likes the monster. But he also takes like a Cub Scout on the trip with him, so he's got this Cub Scout, and he's got to look after him. And then you've got talking dogs with like little collars where they've got little mics on, and they can say what they think. And he's the dog's called Doug, and he's really lovable, and it's it's a really good film. That was very scatterbrained. <laughs> I d yeah, but I think most most people will know the film, so they'll be able to follow me. If, if you don't know the <laughs> film, you've, you've probably still got no idea what it's about. But basically, it's just a bonkers Disney film, but it sort of works. I honestly, I had forgotten the here snipey snipey thing. I just I just remembered that there was the Boy Scout who who was going, but I didn't need to go five minutes ago <laughs> as they're walking along, which almost every child ever has done. Yeah. I I. And then the the talking dogs. That's all I really remember from the film. Talking dog is my favourite character. Dog, dog the dog. I love him. Yeah, he's great. He is great. Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Right. Anyone got any? Anyone got any questions to ask me about that? I don't. I've I've told you everything you need to know, but feel free to pick my brains at it a bit more. And they both know the film quite well, probably. It came out in two thousand nine. Would you believe it? God. I know. We were eight. Oh, no. And we still watch yeah, it and love it. That's when I was like, Frozen came out seven years ago. Obviously, I don't really like Frozen, but it feels like, you know, like two years ago. I know. It's weird, Frozen isn't it? Seven years ago? Seven years ago. Oh. Maybe we're all just, we're all <laughs> we're just all. kids. Oh, different, different points. Here. <laughs> but yeah. What? <laughs> well, Ella said, oh, we're all just old, and I said, we're all just kids, and... We both meant the same thing, but we, we used to say it in a different way. the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Always me and you, I else bloody you like disagreeing with me. Um, <laughs> so, anyone want to hazard a guess at what my link might be? And it, I'll give you a clue. It's not really, really, really good stuff, which is what all my stuff is when I bring it to the podcast, because I've got great taste in everything. But it's not that. Does that mean, like, your album is going to be really terrible then? Hey, you bloody like my album. Ella bloody likes my album, so I won't have any trash talk about it because you will regret it and you will eat your words and you'll be laughing on the other side of your face. Okay, it's going to be a terrible book then. The book I've recommended to Jay and I've told Ella about and it's good. But that, we're not guessing those, we're guessing my, my link, people. Come on. Ladies first, Ella Mella Fatty Fella. That's me. Um... <laughs> Wait a minute, we haven't asked you any questions yet. <laughs> oh, right, bloody hell, come on then. What you got? Hit me. I haven't got anything. I just thought that. I yeah, I do have anything. I just thought we all knew we all knew about up. I mean, so it came out in two thousand and nine. Did I mention that? Yeah. Cool. I feel like that's not important. Mm, is that a throw off? I don't know. I was just I I couldn't remember if I mentioned it because. Although he did say that we wouldn't get this link. 
You don't get it. What is it about Up that you that you like, Seth? Um, I saw it at the cinema. Is that why you like it? <laughs> well, you I've know, seen plenty you... of films at the cinema that I think are terrible. I remember being a little <laughs> being a little whippersnapper, just going down to the cinema with my parents, going to watch Up, and just my mind being absolutely blown by it. And and I, I just never get bored of it. You know, it's always something that I feel like I would happily watch any time because it's just a really this ah oh, it's such a sweet film i feel like i've i feel i haven't seen it in about in quite a few years but i still feel kind of weirdly nostalgic about it hmm. do you get that yeah i get you seth my question is it's quite a weird one but you know obviously your link between the three things which one in the link did you come up with first i'm gonna answer your question in a in a roundabout way by saying that I didn't come up with the film first. The film was the last thing I came up with. I was looking for a film of this type for a long time, but all films of this type, apart from this one, are very, very obvious. So you would have got the link straight away. Right. Okay. A film okay. of this type. Yeah. Oh, God, I need help with each other. What a sound of funny on audio. <laughs> Boom. Gone through the floor. Hey, fatty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just because you can't see her, though, she's actually not fat. She's um, lovely. Not that fat people can't be lovely. Like, I know a lot of. She's just great. We love Ste- her. Stop talking. <laughs> You're digging yourself a hole. Um, Jane, would you like to guess first? Oh, sure. That's very polite of you, Ella. <laughs> and ultimately to your benefit um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure uh, I there are lots of things in up that you could sort of pick apart uh, yeah. let's go for a sort of uh, a lifelong ambition a lifelong ambition I mean as in like there is you know the scene at the start where they're saving up all of their money to go to this mm. place and then they never go that's because one life happens. Well, like a bucket list thing. But that's not my guess, but that's a good guess, Jay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a good <laughs> guess, Jay. It's not correct. Um, yeah. Ella, what have you got? I'll just hazard a guess. Uh, there's like a death, but the film is really, it's a feel-good film. Oh, so like a... So it is, it's a sad film, but it's a feel-good one at the same time. So like happy sad? Yeah, because the old lady dies, but yeah. then they go on a little adventure, which is very wholesome. It is very wholesome. Um, no, that's not it, it either. Neither of you are closer than the other one. You're both pretty, pretty far out. <laughs> <laughs> You're both shit. <laughs> Lovely. Get my next one up. Oh, yeah, Ella, let's hear your... Choice of music. Yes. Do you want to guess? I mean. Oh, good point. So, uh, let me. <laughs> quite difficult, actually, when you think about. Don't, what... No. No. No clues. Nah. Yeah. Uh, uh. Okay. It's a loud. See, I'm thinking it's probably going to be like a, a, an autistic rapper. I don't. Not not rapper. Just an autistic per, uh, artist or something. But I, I can't think of any of those people. Uh, I can think of. I mean, you said autistic rapper. I th- can think of Kanye West, who has who who is bi- p- 
Coca-Cola. Um, Wait, have you got any guesses? Oh no! Oh fucking shitty! Just gonna, I'm just gonna take a punt at Life of Pablo. Okay. Do you know what? I feel like you kind of do deserve a point because I did actually search that, but I couldn't find Ooh. anyone that not necessarily autism, but I searched something similar, and I couldn't find anything. So I've actually just gone with the social network soundtrack, which I don't really know if it's allowed, but okay, that's what no. I'm going with. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. But you kind of you're you're almost there because your guesses were really good. Mm. Okay. Do you want to talk a little bit about the about the social network soundtrack? I know it's quite important to your to your family. The social network <laughs> soundtrack, sort of the soundtrack <laughs> to your life, isn't it? Yeah, Jay. My mum is obsessed with the social network soundtrack, but it's a song that goes boom, boom, boom. I don't know if you've heard it, but yeah, she literally loves it, and she just plays it on Alexa. I'm like, what are you doing, me and my dad? <laughs> Anyway, um, so social network sounds like so. Obviously, it's very calming music. Very, you know, just well. There's some that like boom, 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 boom. But um, <laughs> anywho, um, so social network. So obviously, it's all about him designing Facebook. But he does have some struggles along the way because he's not the easiest person to get along with. Like he does struggle communicating a little bit, and that is kind of why. I decided to pick this one. It's not really to do the music as much. Yeah. I can, but yeah. Interesting. <laughs> See, uh, you the people who do the music, which is like, I don't come on, you should know. It's always on your Spotify. It's like Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor. Yeah, is Trent it? Reznor, something like that. Something like that. They do all the all the soundtracks to all the David Fincher movies. So, um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and um, Seven and. Well, all of the David Fincher films, really. Yeah, do you want to carry on listening? No. <laughs> or should we just should we stop there? That wouldn't be very fun. <laughs> but this is the worst one out of my three things, because this is a connection I was kind of struggling with on the music okay. front. Did you listen? Uh, I, I know, Ella, you were having some um, some trouble uh, the, the other night because you had to stay awake for a deadline because you had to finish some work. <laughs> did, you, did you whack on the social network? Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Blaring it out, oh, must be. You know nice. me well. Yeah. Um, that's what I was listening to. I was just actually put um, Trent Reznor and Attica Ross or whatever it is. I think yeah. that one. Um, I just put them on shuffle and that was that was my motivation. Oh, lovely. But surely, mm. yeah, it's a, it's a good soundtrack because you got, you got some really nice slow stuff mm. and then you got like the sort of party music because they got a It's couple. one that's just in the background and you can kind of focus too while you're playing it, which I. Yeah, yeah uh, like like ambient noise, just sort of mm. like the birds today. Yeah, lovely, which I, aren't they? Which I hope we're all enjoying. A bit of a yeah. bit of a soundscape. I'll be nice on the next one, but yeah, check. <laughs> well, so uh, Rain Man had well autistic communication troubles. Probably quite a similar sort of situation with uh mark zuckerberg gen sort of i'm trying to be sort of specific but i don't really know how to be specific if that makes sense medical conditions that are often cause people to be socially awkward or have problems socially you're so close. I don't want to give any hints because I feel like if I say anything, then it will 
but you're really really close yeah don't let that don't let that one that's that's um and i think you both should get a point for um like your guesses because you were on the right line so thank you very much both have a point should we try um, that down to the scoreboard? Yeah, yeah, if you could tally the scoreboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you want to give me a bonus, just a bonus one as well. For, so, just for what I'm about to say. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think your link is things about people who struggle to communicate effectively. <laughs> Finger pointing. <laughs> <laughs> is that just what Jay said? Or I just reworded it. Yeah, kind of, I think. Because yeah. he said struggle about communicating and you said with a finger pointing at me. <laughs> struggle about communicating. Oh, I thought if I said it with confidence then you might go, yeah, that is it. I mean, you're you're both close. I mean, yeah, I won't give you both a point for that one, but you get a point for the connection, so. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we can't complain. We can't complain. You'll get it on the next one, I'm confident with both of you. <laughs> I hope so. Um, Jay Pernels. Seth Cox. Your bloody choice, please. My bloody choice. Uh, it's... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's Tubular Bells by Mike Oldfield. Ah, uh, okay. That sounds like you really <laughs> hate Tubular Bells. I know, it's, um, I've actually got, I've got the album just down there on, on record, and I've never... Yeah. I've never cracked it open because the songs are all a bit... They're, they're long songs, aren't they? It's not just me. They are quite long. Well, there's four songs. That, that, right. I do like this. The album is 56 minutes long, which by today's standards, it's already kind of it's quite long. long. Yeah. Four yeah. Songs. There's four songs. Yeah. <laughs> the, first, the first two are over 20 minutes, and the last two are about four. Mm. Not for me. No, I, no. You, you can tell I like jazz because I'm willing to put up with 20 minutes mm. of one song. But it's um, it's not jazz, is it? It's um, no, it's prog rock. Yeah, it's really good. I would ask you if there are any standout tracks on it, but there's only four. Tubular Bells Part One, I think, is a definite must listen. So there's to. only three. There's only three tracks. No, so there's Tubular Bells Part 1, Tubular Bells Part 2, and then there's um, Mike Oldfield's single or something is track 3, and then there's the Sailor's Hornpipe uh, as track 4. I know the Sailor's Hornpipe. I played that. That's a, it's a very, if you will, Ella, if you heard it, you, you definitely know, you'd know the tune, I think. Yeah. yeah it's... It's a very, very, it's a very, very old folk tune. Um, yeah. But better. Enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to listen to it. Sorry. I got Scooby on this. I got Scooby Doo either. Um. Is Michael's name significant? No. Okay. Never mind then. I don't think you've told us enough about it, so I'm guessing it was 70s. Yeah, so I'll tell you a bit of stuff about it. So it was released in 1973. Um, nice, Thank you. And it was... <clears throat> One of the things I was reading about it last night, which I thought was really interesting, was uh, that the very first recordings of it were done on a tape recorder, but it had like a... 
so tape recorders of that time had, I think, what was a, called a stop ahead, but it might have been called something else, which basically meant you can't overlap uh, the recording. So one recording is always separate to a different one. But on my Coldfields tape recorder, it had been removed, so he could overlap recordings mm. and sort of basically layer it and mix it. So he had done that with the very first sort of mock uh, recording of Tubular Bells Part 1, which was something that he'd been like composing in his head. Like he recorded it when he was 19, and I think he'd been coming up with like that tune for like four or five years. And like he was just sort of building up his proficiency with instruments and just sort of slowly composing it in his head for years and years and years. Yeah, he, was, he and sort it, of did everything, didn't he? He was one of those musicians that did did everything, like Phil Collins, but better. Yeah, pretty much. Because he, he recorded almost everything himself. Um, and there was like, there was so many like different instruments that he, I think he played about maybe 50 instruments on, on like the recording. Hmm. And just layered them over over the top of each other, and he recorded it in a manner. Um, in like November of 1972, I think he recorded it, and then he w- and then he spent like the next six months trying to convince people to release it, and failing for the most part until Vir- until Virgin finally released it. So he was sort of almost sort of like slowly pushing this thing that he'd been working on for a really really long time and it's really good so ella's looking quite smug i think she might have an idea she sort of gave me a look a second ago which which was sort of i've got this so ella um first of all jake great description you know a lot about that yeah um done your research well done i read wikipedia last night (laughs) so I did a little smirk when you said something about the overlapping of music because okay. I did say in the first one, I said, if this is right, you were how about, on about how they all played together at the same time. It didn't sound right, but they were just like, you know, doing it at the same time. So basically, yeah. my guess is kind of like the layering of music. Or okay. Okay. No. Oh, this one is, is I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, this, this one is the hardest. This is, this is almost a red herring, like in the middle of the connection, but not a red herring, but sort of. Like I, 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 was, I was pondering over what to choose. This was, this was my last choice in the list for, for this week. So I sort of, I knew the book and I knew the film pretty early on and I was just going right now what music can I use to connect it and they uh, seem to fit best so he was um Mike Oldfield was pushing this album a lot and it had sort of it was he wrote it when he was 19 and it had been in his head for presumably a long time before that so it's sort of a bit like uh an obsession you might say yeah so is your theme is that is that an obsession or or determination to be the best? You need to pick one. Obsession. Yeah, 
Got yeah. it. Yeah, oh, you well, are right. Smiler. Round of applause, everybody. Woo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <sighs> well, that was easy when you when you got it. Well, without Ella's guess, I probably wouldn't have got it. So thank you, Ella. I'm not going to give you a point though, but you can have. You could just thank you. Yeah, anytime, anytime. I wish you know. Thanks, man. Um, how many points did you get for that one then? Is that like just you get two because you get got it on the second. Um, very good, very good, very good. Three so far. Ah, thank you. Wow. Oh, that's put me in a very good mood. Um, <laughs> it's put me in a very bad mood. The fact, <laughs> not not the fact that someone got it, but the fact that you, it's put you in a good mood. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> My um. God, I'm so. Oh. I'm so amazing, aren't I? I just, Here we go. Uh, I just... Oh, you shut your fucking mouth. You know, <laughs> undermine... Oh! <laughs> For the listeners, she just mimed punching me in the face. Um, my like, I like how album... I like how you say, for the listeners, like, I don't think there are many. Jay. Oh, I mean... No. Jay, we've got... Ella. Oh, no, Ella's on it, so she won't even be listening to it this time. Oh, no. I'll listen to it again. Oh, um, all right. Mom, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Send it to the family on a little disc that you burnt. Yeah, lovely. Um, my album. You both know it, which is good. Um, I don't suppose either of you can answer a guess at it because you don't have my links. So I'm just going to tell you it is Kate Nash Agenda. Um, not really an album. I think it's a single. It's only got four tracks on it. A bit like Mike Oldfield, but it's not like 50 minutes long because that's stupid. It's just, you know, four songs as you come. Uh, the songs are there. The songs that are on it is the first one's Agenda. Ella, you know Agenda? It goes, yes. I don't give a about your agenda. Oh. I don't give a... There Were we you, go. Yeah, at Truckfest, and then she was like in a little dress and thought that was, that was good live. To be yeah, fair. so me, me and Ella saw Kate Nash at Truckfest, and um, this was a... <laughs> This was a song where she, like she was getting the crowd going loads because there's sort of a massive build, 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 and then all the crowd get into ready to like mosh pit. And if you know the song, it just goes to a quiet section, and um, the crowd were confused and they didn't really know what to do with themselves. <laughs> but they did it every time anyway because they thought, oh, maybe this time, maybe. The and no, it, it never did. But it was like lots of little anticlimaxes. But I like the song better anyway. The way it is. Um, the other tracks on there, you've got. Um, I don't have them in front of me right now. The only other one I remember. Is, oh no, Call Me is a track on there. That's the second track on there. The third track's a bit of a skippable one. It's not very good. No offence, Kate. And the fourth one is um, My Little Alien, which is about my little alien. It's not actually about an alien. I think it's, I remember, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I supported Kate Nash at a gig once. Um, so when she was... Throw that one in there, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so when she was... Um, she, I actually saw, I was with her when, she, with her, but I was, <laughs> sorry, I was there when she was touring this, this single and it hadn't been released yet, so like a, you know, a promotion tour for it, and she talked about the tracks a lot, and I remember she talked about My Little Alien as being about, like, a dog that she found in a field and became a pet, and then, uh, I don't know what happened to it after that, I think it might have, but yeah, that's my, I released in 2003. 17 i believe and um it's it's a good it's a good single it was released for world record store day which they obviously didn't do this year because of coronavirus but hopefully they'll do it again next year but um 
it's good. I don't I don't own it because it, it, I I don't. But um, we all like Kate Nash here, so I thought I'd throw it in there. Interesting. And again, we've all listened to it, so happy days. I haven't listened to it. Oh, um, well, you know you know Kate Nash. Yeah, I know Kate Nash. Um. Hmm. See. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do my rain man again, you know me. Um, so your description, was it significant or not really? What, what I just, the, all the stuff I just said about it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've, give, I've given it. Oh. Yeah, I've said it. I've said what needs to be said. Because um, I was thinking, one of Kate Nash's albums, I know there's a house on the front of it. Yeah, yeah, there is. House yeah. of Bricks. Is it House of Bricks? I can't remember what it's, what, do you mean what's the house made of? Or what's the no, album? no, no, the, the album. <laughs> Oh no, the album's called Made of Bricks, isn't it? Made of Bricks, yeah, that's oh. it. Yeah. Oh, that's not the right one then, because I was thinking, house on the front of that, house on the front of the up one. Hey, that could have been good. Yeah, but it's no. not. But by the could have been, that means it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, she just, she just sneaked in a, a, a link guess there. Hang on, hang on. Well, oh. I, uh, oh, well, mm. It's alright, I'll let you have another one. <laughs> Only because I like you. Kinks. <laughs> um, Anyone got any questions about it except what the third track is? Because I, I can't remember what the third track is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Agenda, call me. You remember the call me song? It's um, it's um, you can call me baby, ooh, if you like it like that. That's not the lyric, but it fitted. <laughs> but that's what it goes like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and obviously you got my little alien at the end, which I still don't really get that metaphor, but it's it's a it's there because apparently, right. yeah, okay. I have no idea. No idea, really. Oh, I, I thought. Mean, I'd, oh, okay. There's, there's all I can think of. Yeah, there's the there's the made of bricks album cover, and then there's the fact that apparently my little alien is about a dog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, hmm. Okay. That's not a guess. <laughs> I don't that. want you to. I don't want you to tell me no. It's not about a dog. <laughs> that wasn't, that wasn't <laughs> a guess. That was just me going. I have no idea what gonna, you're going on about. That'd be a pretty outlandish guess, but I would have accepted it so then I could laugh at you. Ella, um, do you have any guesses, or do you want Jay to go first so he can sort of nudge you in the right direction? Not that he'll do that anyway because he's about as far off as you can be. <laughs> well, with one of them. <laughs> like that. Um, by the way, I wasn't laughing at you being mean to Joe. I was laughing at Joe. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks. Just, just for the listeners, you know, because it sounded kind of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got, got to keep her PR up. Doesn't want to sound like a bitch. Anyway, my thoughts. So, first of all, I was about, oh, anticlimaxes, but I was like, what could that be? And then you said mm. metaphors. And I was like, hmm, metaphors. So then I thought, wait, okay, fine. Do you want, this can just be my guess. So, Nah, it's a bit rubbish. Oh, no, Met- come on. It's about metaphors, basically. The house on the balloons flying up, that's like a metaphor for something. <laughs> and then, my William. Right, yeah, okay. Do you know what? <laughs> I'll stop there. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think of what the what the balloon house could be. Could be yeah, what is that a metaphor going for? To going to heaven. Did you say going... To, uh, I thought that's what you said, I don't know why. Um, so your guess is like, um, metaphors. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not. It's um, that's no, that's not it. Unfortunately. Was, was it close? Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so, your connection is not metaphors. I'm actually beginning to doubt my connection uh, right now. I mean, I know, I know what it is, but I'm just. You're you're starting to doubt its validity. Yeah, I, I think when I reveal it, you guys are gonna get angry at me. It's, it's a really shit connection, isn't it? It's not. It's <laughs> not great. <laughs> it's obvious. Clearly, it isn't. No. <laughs> right. What's your guess? I do. I don't know. I'll give. I... Look, look before you guess, Jay. I will give you a bit of a helping hand. Sorry, I didn't give you this earlier, but um. Um, okay. um uh, it you, you, something that you've said has been almost close, and that's all I'm going to say. Something that is it me specifically or the both of us? Jay specifically, which is why I'm giving Jay the hint, Ella, but I do. That's oh, okay. okay. Yeah, sorry. I'll let you off. Uh, nice flowers there, Ella. Are they sweet peas from the garden? Yeah, they stink, but they're lovely. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jay? Yeah. We've bought you enough time there with our little discussion about sweet peas and hay fever. Done yeah, you a couple favours. But if only I had been thinking at the time. <laughs> um, so, up is uh, about some dogs and a house with balloons. And then Kate Nash wrote a song about a dog that's an alien that I that's not that's not it there's that I pass you're passing oh. is he close oh. is he really close well it's was that your guess I'm not gonna wait no hang on um, what was the dog's naming up Doug Doug the dog he is lovely isn't he Doug oh. I like little Doug a little dog that talks and understands what you say and is also really Ashley, maybe just understands what you say. Maybe doesn't speak. I'm more of a. I don't know if I care about my dog's day too much. Yeah, Jay, I'm gonna have to push you for a guess here, mate. There's only so much riffing I can do. Yeah, I yeah I I understand. I is it about houses? No, it's not about houses. Good. Blimey, <laughs> that was close. Shut up. No, I mean you you were close and then you derailed it. Um When when was I close? I'm not gonna say, am I? No, Ella, come on. You'll get it on the last one. You both will, I hope. Ella, it's your turn for your bookity book book. Oh, okay. So my book is The Theory of Everything by mm. Stephen Hawkins, isn't it? Um Lovely. Yeah. Um so see, Stephen Hawkins incredibly incredibly clever man he wrote this fantastic book about the universe and how it began and his theories towards it um and obviously he's got motor neuron disease Stephen Hawkins but he still managed to write such an incredible book and many others yeah. oh I think I've got it now I won't say yet because we'll talk about it a bit more um, this is this is the best one to get the connection I think yeah do you know earlier I was going to actually mention the theory of everything because that, that again is like the whole thing that happens with Whiplash, isn't it? 
where, but no, no, no it like links to Jay's film Whiplash, where Stephen Hawking basically breaks up. He divorces his wife, doesn't he, at some point in the film, because he he basically thinks he can do better and go on to better things, and that his wife isn't necessarily helping him out much. Which is same with Whiplash, and the same with Social Network as well. Well, although she breaks up with Social Network, but yeah, there's a link that we didn't plan and thrown in there. Hey, yeah. Was it Theory of Everything? Was his like little um? I say little. It was pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, two pages <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> sorry yeah quite a big book yeah Not it was much. it was his first uh, in the film the theory of everything it was like what he submitted at university wasn't it it was like his little um what do you call them as d- dissertation thesis something like that yeah would it, would it have been his postdoc or, or his um phd thesis Possibly, possibly. I can't remember. I just remember that he wrote it early in the film. And Jay, haven't you read a Stephen Hawking book? Because I seem to remember that on the trip to Stratford, you were reading a brief history of the. I, I was trying to read a brief history of time. Time. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I still haven't got through the brief brief history of time. Is it not that brief? <laughs> no, it's 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 reason it's reasonably brief, but I just I'm just terrible at reading. It's, just lose patience just go ah, I'm gonna go do something else yeah i mean i quite like reading but it you have to be in the right mood for it i think yeah yeah i think it's quite nice outside in the sun like when i finish uni that's my plan i'm gonna read more celebration anyway so, um i'm gonna make a guess at your link if that's okay hello unless jay you've got oh, any more questions hang to on. ask hang um, on. you can go first but jay do you think you have it as well um i think i've got like something along those lines what if you both know the exact answer? Well, we're sentence. just quite on, we're quite honest people, so yeah, no. Well, it okay. should. Look, I'll let I'll let Jay go first because I think I've almost no, no. I think I think because I think I've gone first like both these times before, so I think it's your turn to go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, I believe Ella, your link is people with disabilities, either mental or physical, that are also extremely clever spot on well done bam nice good stuff. Good oh jay were you along those lines as well yeah i, I was about that's to say pretty much the same thing yeah that's convenient that's convenient <laughs> <laughs> do you not believe me no i believe you i believe you to be, uh, yeah good. i mean we, we were both it's a bit annoying because we were both along the right lines at the start we just needed that extra mm, you- yeah it was funny because Seth's first guess, you had the first half, and then Jay's second guess, he had the second half, and you just both need to put them together. We just needed to kiss and join together. Yeah. Mm. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> om nom nom. Om nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jay, what's your... Oh, no, we can try and guess Jay's piece of music. Yeah. Piece can... of music? <laughs> oh, sorry, your Jay's book. We can try and guess Jay's book. Oh please! I would. You no, won't. I don't think you'll get it. Movie. But go ahead. So it's Wait. about obs- yeah. So, yeah. What's the connection again? It was obsession. Obsession. Yeah. Um... Oh, is it? Is it a book about someone with OCD? No. Oh, that would have been a clever little spin. You should do that next time. <laughs> yeah. Next time I pick obsession, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Oh, yeah. not like obsession with. It's not like a romance where someone's got an obsession with. Someone else. Um, I mean, there's so. It's not a particularly long book, but there is 
a lot contained within it. There's a lot of obsessive behaviour in it. Mm, a Jane Austen book? Uh, no. Could be anything. Yeah, it could Dick. be bloody anything. What book ridiculous. Yeah. Go for us. A book called, what was it? Addiction. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> okay, no. So, um, right. Um, Crash by J.G. Ballard. Why have I heard of that book? Uh, it was made into a David Cronenberg film in the 1990s. That could be it. Crash was also a 2000 film by Steven Soderbergh, but it wasn't based on the book. It was something else, and it won loads of Oscars. Well, what's Crash about? I'm guessing it's about an obsession. Okay, so so Crash uh, starts off um, recounting a, the death of some of a of a very pivotal character, and then it sort of tracks back to the beginning of these sort of these event, the sort of weird string of events that leading up to that. Um, so the main character, uh, Ballard, the main character is called Ballard, which is, is sort of odd, considering it was written by Ballard. Anyway, um, so at the very beginning of the book, Ballard re- recounts him uh, driving home from having an affair one day and he gets into a major car accident. This just for this is set in the 1970s, so when car accidents were much much more likely to kill a person, and you know the car sort of crumple zones were enormous, and it was all just a tangled mess. I mean, it still is, but it's less of a mess now, mm. mostly. Um, so he. Um, recounts his crash and then the, it follows him he then in his crash he crashed into a a couple of uh, doctors uh, a husband and wife the husband is killed in the crash and uh, but the wife is alive and he eventually um, sort of meets with the wife and they the book is very very explicit there is a lot of sex oh <laughs> got my attention <laughs> and it's it ends up being this sort of like so you get uh so he starts having an affair with the woman who he had who he had the car crash with <laughs> funny way to bump into each other isn't it? yeah um it's interesting and there is also a character called Robert Vaughan who is becomes obsessed with car crashes and he fi- he finds great he he pleasures himself to car crashes um Ooh. yeah interesting and he obs- he ends up obsessing over Elizabeth Taylor and the and her imagined Death in a car accident. That is a strange book. Yeah, that's a weird book, mate. So it's a really, really weird book. The the woman who he so Ballard and also his uh, the woman he's having an affair with, uh, Helen Remington, both end up sort of being obsessed with the eroticism within a car. It's like Mm. they can only 
do it in a car. They can only do it in a car. Yeah. I like it, how it's different though, because you know, it's nice being a little bit. Well, yeah, not you know. Anyway, <laughs> 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 um, said it was nice being a bit. Well, you know, but it's not like a predictable book. Obviously, that is a crazy one, and you've never. Yeah, well, yeah. Also, yeah. No, I, th- I know what you mean. That sounds like a bloody good read, Jay. I mean, I will. I'm not going to say I'm going to check it out because I've got quite a hefty reading list at the moment. But I mean, it'll slide onto the bottom for sure. Slide onto the bottom. <laughs> Lovely. I am glad. Good. Good. Um, are we ready for the moment we've all been waiting for? Hang on. Can we? Well. Oh. Yeah, you can try and guess it from. I mean, I've given quite a lot away now, so. Marley and me. For the is it a book? That probably yeah. is a book. Yeah, yeah a no, book. it's not. It's not the book, Marley and me. Uh, okay. How about? Oh no, I haven't got any idea. I don't know. Just carry on. The book is Three Men in a Boat. I don't know. Which is about it's it's, it's written by Jerome K. Jerome in eighteen. 1889, 1889, and um, it was about <laughs> 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 it's about three men who are like um, they're like bachelors and they're they're just bums really, and they're just English. All of them are just Hugh Grant, and they would just sit around doing nothing all day, smoking, um, and sharing an apartment. And they and they're sort of getting a bit claustrophobic. They're like, oh, we need a bloody holiday, and then they. Uh, with a little dog, Montmorency, who's my favourite little dog of all time. He's a sweet little chap in the books. He's lovely. Um, so with their little dog, they decide to go on a boating trip up the canal, and lots of stuff goes wrong. And um, it it's it's just it's very funny. It's because I mean it's yeah it's it's a very funny book. And um, they did make a sequel, which was Three Men on a how do you say it? is it a bummel or a bumel? <laughs> the the bike with a, another bike on the back. Is that a bumhole? No. <laughs> no, not bumhole, but a, a bumhole. <laughs> it's spelled it's spelled it's spelled B U M M E L. Bumhole. What you saying? What bumhole? Let me look. Three men. <laughs> what? Three men in a bummel. Three. <laughs> it's the name of the sequel. A very erotic book. <laughs> Roy, hang on. Three. No, it is. Three I just said three a... men in a bummel. Bummel. <laughs> three men on a. No, it's three men on the bummel. Okay, so the sequel brings back the three companions who figured in Three Men in a Boat, uh, this time on a bicycle tour through the German Black Forest. Okay, yeah. fine. Um, the, the bad thing about the sequel is it doesn't include Montmorency, the little dog. He's not there. But this is a shame because he brings so much life and joy to the first one. And he's just, I just really like him. He's such a little sweet doggo. He's always in the wrong place at the wrong time. And ah, uh, bless him. Anyone want to hazard a guess at my... Hi. Ella? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> but you said 1889, and I was like, oh, no. Because I remember the first one, I got it down that you said two, 
2009? 2009, yeah. So you and know, 2009, like, 2017, and then 18, Yeah, no. I was hoping it was 2019 for Kate, Kate Nash one, but when I looked it up, it wasn't, so... But that wasn't the link oh. anyway, that was just a side thing. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was, okay. I was like, if that's the link, you know what I mean? Bloody well done to me, eh? Oof. Yeah. Um, Come over there yeah. and stab you. <laughs> that was the link. <laughs> Is the dog link better or worse than the date link? Um, better, for okay. sure. Good, good. They're just stuff where the dog, there's dogs. Your link is fucking dogs. <laughs> Whoa, not fucking dogs, just dogs. You're making too much crap. Yeah. If you just stuck to dogs, Jay, it would have actually have just been that. You yeah, instead, yeah. You, instead you went for houses, which yeah. wasn't quite... I, I hate you so much. <laughs> I told you you were close with it. I gave you plenty to go on. So they've all got dogs in, but the dogs aren't like the main feature. They're sort of sideshows was sort of the, the thing. So that's why I couldn't choose Marley and me or something like that. Because the book is about the dog. The dog, yeah. But these, yeah. this is stuff not about the dogs, but uh, with, dogs, with dogs. Dogs. Yeah, got you. Woo! <laughs> well. On that bombshell. I I hate you so much. So Jay, you've got one point. Ella, you've got one point. Did I? Yay! Yeah, because you said woof, and that gets you a point, apparently. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Solid score from me there. Hey, huh. drum roll, please. <laughs> the winner of this week's episode is Seth. Whoop, but whoop. Jay, you're on four, so you're one behind him, so you got five. It's a tough one. Oh, I'm lucky, Jay. I'm lucky. Um, thanks for what? having me, guys. Really appreciated it. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Ella, for coming on to our little podcast. Anytime. anytime. Loved it. Loved it. Well, Loved the podcast. Yeah, well, I'm back again. <laughs> <laughs> and she will be back because you were so bloody popular. The listeners wow. loved her. Well, yeah. she loved herself. Yeah. So, at the end of that, I, Seth Cox, won. Um, Jay came second and Elephant came third. Yep. Uh, good game all around. Good game all around. Thanks for joining us if you did this uh, this week on Connecting Vague Dots. Um, and that's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me, Ella. And it's goodbye from me. We may be back next week, maybe with another person, maybe not. Who knows? Dum, dum, dum. Stay tuned. <laughs> Right. Lovely. <laughs>